You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. It's still Fantasia. Still and then Fantasia. when we were talking about episodes to do, yeah. I decided that I thought it would be the best idea to have an episode with three guys whose all, names all start with C. So that it's going to be super. I know that it's Chad, Cody, and Chris from Black Fawn Films. I could not tell you. I know Cody has is that one. And this is why, <laughs> and, and this is why we don't let you make decisions. Because <laughs> this happens. Exactly. This happens. So, uh... Cody, gentlemen, yes. gentlemen, one by one, introduce yourselves, please, for the for the record here. Cody Callahan, Chad Archibald, Christopher Drew, and collectively, you are Black Fawn Films. Three quarters of it, Black Fawn, 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 Black Fawn, Fawn, Black Fawn Films. Not to be confused with Black Fawn Films. No, Black those guys are no good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those guys are <laughs> fucking jerks. Yeah, that'd be great if you pissed if one guy got pissed off. Black Black Fun Films? Film. I'll be Black Swan. Swan. No, those Black guys, but those guys are cool. Films. Black yeah. Fun Films? Are yeah, cool? those guys are cool. <laughs> not the phone guys. Fun Black. guys are cool, but yeah. not the phone yeah. guys. And I guess, and you guys have been, uh, like, the Bat Phone? No. Bat Phone? That'd be awesome. Bad phone. I need. <laughs> Bad phone films. <laughs> I would totally work for that company. <laughs> That'd be great. Let's just quit. Let's just quit. Yeah. Yeah. Can we can we do the intro again? Yeah. And change the the title phone. Phone. Solving crime. Have you yeah. ever really thought about what the phone is up to? <laughs> so it's just like a <laughs> long shot of the phone. So the so in the '60s Batman series, there was no bad signal. He just had the phone. He had the red or phone. Did he have? The I think signal? he had both. He had the signal. There was a signal. I think there's always been the signal. All right. Yeah. But he also had the phone. You got to wonder why. Contemporary Batman doesn't just have a phone. Yeah, the, maybe he has a cell the whole, phone. The now. whole, the whole. No, okay, but to be kind of antiquated. He just, he just doesn't want to put his cell phone out there. Right? I'm sorry, yeah, I did. No, no, no but I, I was going to say derailed this podcast. So no, that's no, fine. <laughs> I was going to say that the Christopher Nolan Batman doesn't have the same working relationship with Gordon that '60s Batman does. Like that's the that's the origin. No, they don't of, dance nearly as much. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> the origin of the phone though is the like commissioner's direct. Yeah, line you just call Batman anytime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. He presses the Batman button. So like Gordon and Batman don't have that close knit thing in the Nolan ones yet. So no phone. Gritty reboot of the phone is what we need. That's what Superman, Batman vs Superman was missing. That's more, what it was missing. More, more phone, phone time. <laughs> <laughs> and movie needed an extra ten minutes of bat phone. Yeah. <laughs> just, just so and then it would have been a success. Just so that I know that I'm not being a complete idiot here when we're talking about black fawn, I, the idea of a black baby deer. Correct. Yeah. Cool. yeah. Despite yeah. on our vest, it's a white baby deer. But but yeah. is the rest of the shirt black? Yeah. Then it's cool. There's yeah, lots of black. Fine. We have we have it's we have vests. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From the eighties. That would have been nice. Bedazzle those things, that'd be great. No one likes white shirts either. Yeah. When did you guys all get together? How long have you guys all been together? Uh, we started Black Fawn in two thousand eight. Uh, and Cody joined in around soon after. Nine? Ten? Yeah, two thousand nine, two thousand ten. And then uh, G came on board 
five years ago. Yeah, but five years ago, so 2011? I was trying to subtly tell him to bring it closer to his mouth. So that that subtly sense. saying, shove Cam it up your nose. Yeah, and uh, uh-huh. Jeff Mahar uh, around the same time. Mm-hmm. And I said, I mean, like, we, we, we had Jeff on just a, a few minutes ago, and he was talking about that you guys just basically sort of happened into this whole thing by, like, music videos, I feel. It was the, the one uh, of the kickoffs that brought you guys together, not necessarily brought you into film, but, like, together. Definitely with Jeff. Yeah, yeah. definitely with Jeff. Like, we started, um, I think the first film that we had at Fantasia was a movie called Sweet Karma. Okay. That I produced with the guys from Raven Banner. Okay. Um, Raven Banner is a great, great yeah. company. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we... Uh, Produced that one, and that was actually before they started Raven Banner. And uh, whenever they started their company, um, it was like a slate of, I think our our five films that we had at the time were the first films that uh, that they took on. Okay, cool. Um, back in the day, uh, which they were part of uh, those films as well, some of those films as well. So, uh, yeah. Then after that, uh, did a ton of music videos. I mean, over the years, we've done collectively I don't know, 130 music videos wow. or something like that. And uh, Cody started directing music videos, and then uh, came on board. And his first feature was Any Social, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which played at Fantasia had its world premiere here. Cool. Now, describe the working relationship with Fantasia because I'm, you know, I'm a little bit interested about that and, and how it works with with you guys as filmmakers. Like, are, I mean, is that are you doing much of the submission of the, yeah, do, the do, films you, do you guys do you guys submit every year? I mean, like, oh yeah, oh yeah. 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 So, so there's no there's That's no free passes. Oh, like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We submit every year. Yeah, right. So at this point, like, despite the good reputation, they're still not like giving you a ring every year. No, 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 no. God, no. Like we, every yeah. year, we we were like shitting ourselves, wondering if like we're gonna get into Fantasia. So it's still that. It's, it's still that. It's a dream. We we I we've I've had. Yeah, I think it's 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 even more every year because it's like you know the standards are higher, the filmmaking yeah. gets better, the technology gets better, more people can make movies, yeah. you know, and, and the festival uh, itself gets and the festival grows, you know. Um, I remember every year when we get in, we are just as excited than the first year when we got in. Yeah, I can imagine. I, I can definitely. Changes. I mean, I can only imagine like the the hype of the, the first year of you're like, oh fuck, like yeah. You know, I remember my first year. I was jump. I was like literally jumping up and down when we, Annie Social got in. And then we played Drownsman the next year, and mm-hmm. man, I thought I was going to go through my roof. I, I was so excited. The first year, so we had Sweet Carmen here first, mm-hmm. um, and that was a it was a movie that I had uh, helped produce. But the first like Black Fawn movie that we actually got in here were Never Lost and a movie called uh, If a Tree Falls. Okay. Uh, and the director of If a Tree Falls, I remember him calling me, and he was so. Excited! I actually thought something was wrong. I thought he was crying. <laughs> um, <laughs> been. And I think he said something about like being in the shot. I, I, I can't even remember, but it was like <laughs> he was such a mess. And I was like, "Dude, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's going on?" He's like, and he just couldn't I'm get just out of his so mouth. Happy. And then he told me, and I was like, "What?" And I remember I was jumping up and down, and it was nuts. And then we got uh, we got never lost in a couple days later. Um, but I mean, every year is the exact same. Like yeah. we. Uh, we brought. We were filming a movie called The Heretics. Uh, we were out in a cabin in the middle of Erin, Ontario. Is it that, uh, that's the the fifth of the big eight. It is fifth yep. of the right. eight films that we're doing. And it had nothing to do with the uh, with the, the Exorcist sequel. No, nothing. The Heretic. <laughs> the Heretic. Yeah. They got ten times more more Heretics. <laughs> yeah. Heretics more as heretics. far as you can yeah. see. Yeah. It's ten times better. Yeah, fifty-two <laughs> percent more Heretics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't. Throw so. anything without hitting a heretic. <laughs> so Jeff Mahar was actually DPing that, and uh, we, me and Cody and, and G, found out that we got into Fantasia with Better the Dead. Mm. So we hadn't told him yet. 
he was really eager to like set up the day. And, it like, was day on one, set. wasn't it? Day yeah. one or two? Yeah, we were like, everyone. <laughs> he was like, let's not tell him. Yeah. And, we, <laughs> and we like kept it from him. And then we called everyone outside to actually like have a chat. And we were just, we were just about to release Bite in theaters okay. in the U.S. So um, he was like, okay, I, I know you guys are talking about Bite, but like, I, I want to set up these lights. I want to get ready. He was like, really yeah. eager. He really wanted to kill this film. So uh, I had to like drag him out. And uh, everyone's standing around. He's like, do I have to be at this thing? Can I just keep it? Anyways, we dragged him out. And we're like, okay, so we got a little bit of news. Uh, we just want to let everyone know. Uh, Jeff Mahar did a movie called Better the Dead. A lot of the crew was different. So. Right. We just found out that uh, it's going to have its world premiere at Fantasia. And it was like at that moment. He was standing there like this, like, looking off, like, why, am I? why are you wasting my time, guys? The day, and he goes, <laughs> looks right. so this is for me? Really? Someone said my name? What? <laughs> it, was, it was literally, it was like hugs all around. Like it was a huge That's celebration. Awesome. I mean, every year we get in, and we get actually get asked that every so often if, uh, you know, if we just, uh, you know, do a movie and get in. I mean, we do a couple of films a year at this point. So, yeah. I mean, it's, um, yeah. We, I literally remember day one, day one of Antisocial, which was my first feature uh, with the company. And Chad, I've known about Fantasia for years, and we sat down, the three of us, saying that we are making this movie for any social to be, to premiere Fantasia. Right. That we were going to do everything in our power to to make that happen, uh, just to make the best movie possible. Right. And, we, you know, luckily enough, we got in, and I don't think that goal has ever changed since every movie we make, we would love to premiere here. When yeah. we finished we finish Better the Dead, I mean, we had a, a final edit of it in, uh, I think, like, December or something like mm-hmm. it. like it was it was like we've held on to it for a long time so that we could actually have our world premiere here. Cool. Um, and we've you know kept it under wraps and, and whatnot. So it's um it is you know we joke that sometimes we just make movies so that we can come to Montreal and play them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean like that that's I, like obviously as seems a, like an awfully costly way to visit Montreal. <laughs> yeah, know. You know you like, just I don't I don't I don't want to like for all the films we want to see. So all we have to we do can is only go once a year. Yeah, yeah I was gonna be like I don't oh, want to yeah. put down your ambitions, you guys, but you get, you could just buy a super pass and, just come, <laughs> and come next year and just watch a bunch of movies and get drunk the whole time and feel it'd be a lot easier. But when we do it this way, every, all of our friends come with us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And you're like, now you have to come. It's the yeah. world premiere. Everybody I know needs to come. Nobody's gonna come with me if I have a super pass. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> I saved up and I bought a super you want to come with me? <laughs> I was asking the guys just before uh, whose names have already escaped. Jeff and Collins. Come there. on yes. now. Get it together. Award-winning journalist. What's the grandest hopes in terms of the distribution for these movies? Like, What's, what's like the, the biggest distribution you think these, these movies can get? Like, What's the biggest audience you think you, you would anticipate that these movies can get out to? It's a... Uh, it's crazy because these films are actually like all the films that we're doing. We have an eight picture deal with Breakthrough Entertainment, and they're mm-hmm. all like fairly low budget. Right. And when I say fairly low, I mean like completely insanely low budget. Right. Um, we've worked together for a long time. We love being on set. We love making movies, and we've managed to figure out ways to um, exhaust ourselves to the point that we actually have films right. that, that don't look like they're insanely low budget. <laughs> um, <coughs> So, I mean, anytime we make any of these movies, we're very happy uh, when, when they get out there. We have an amazing sales team at Breakthrough Entertainment who pushes them. We've worked with so many people over the years um, getting these films out there. So, I mean, even like Byte having a theatrical release in the U.S. and, and Scream Factory picking mm-hmm. that up. Like, yeah, I was going to say, Byte got like a real wide release, right? Yeah, we had a, you know, it's a, it's, it's, 
a dream for us even to just get a theatrical release in any country with nice. these films. Like it's a, it's very very hard, especially being like just an indie Canadian movie. Right. So, um, I mean, as far as like what these movies could be, I don't know. I, I, aspirations. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, bite, I, I guess I, bite would be the would is the answer to that question, right? Like that's the yeah, it's probably the, yeah, but it's the probably the farthest reach best. that yeah. we've had. Yeah. Um, but you never know. I mean, yeah, we get so we get funny. messages or tweets or or whatever virtually on a daily basis, being like, "Oh, I really connected with Sublet," or "I oh, I'm watching Drownsman, you know, Poolside," which we got the other day, which I thought was cool. Someone was watching Drownsman in their pool. <laughs> um, it's a water-based horror don't movie, so I thought that was cool. Yeah, don't you never even watch the trailer? You should be, be watching. Fair, you cool. can drown you anywhere. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, you don't need to be in water. <laughs> that is true. Still drown you. <laughs> yeah, it's just amazing when people literally around the world. Lightning Man, while you're like on the top of a, a metal pole and a thunderstorm, <laughs> holding a golf club, <laughs> it's just amazing. Like literally yeah. around the world, that you know, whether obviously Bite got the most notoriety, but you know, hearing that you know, hey, any Social Two or any Social One or Drownsman or Sublet yeah. or all these movies, all you know, it's my favorite horror film, or oh, I love it, it's my favorite. This, it's just, it's always so nice and to hear it, whether it's been that entire country that we've yeah. kind of taken over or just one person that's checked it out on Netflix has been amazing to hear. We definitely we work hard at trying to make sure that, you know, we're doing the same picture deal, but mm-hmm. we're not making eight of the same movie. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure that would be like, not, not to say that you guys would ever do that or whatever, but you're just sort of like, you're like, hang on. Antisocial. Like, the heretic. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying, but like, uh, how, so when, when did you, when, I was going to say, when did you sign the deal and when do you have to get them done by? Because I feel there'd be like a hard, not, not to say we just, you have to finish one, you're like, hard reset, I don't want to do the same thing, I don't want the same shots, I don't want the same, yeah. and you're like, I'm, fuck. I actually remember signing the deal because it was at my, my house before we dropped it off. Remember we were like, yes, and we signed it and then we're like, <gasps> We need to make a shirt. <laughs> we need to come up with a lot of fucking ideas really fast. Because <laughs> that was it. Uh, development for these ideas are, are really hard because they're not just like, hey, you know, we should make a movie about this, and then we go and make it. Right. Every idea needs to be greenlit by yeah. the studio. Yeah. goes through a vigorous process of, uh, you know, 20 people who tear it apart. And mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, you know, we're really hard on ourselves as well to make sure that we are, we're creating content that, you know, we first of all, we can pull off. Right. Which, we're the worst at doing that because we barely pull off everything. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're just going to do a simple idea about a guy. The ideas are very ambitious. In space. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck! <laughs> you know what would be awesome? If he was on a T Rex. Yeah, totally. You know what would be think, awesome? Ruin the Can Vatican. we do wings? Yeah. Can the T Rex have wings? Vince can make foam. Building. T Rex, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Building a cabin. We've actually, we've actually done that. I like that you haven't actually checked that out with Vince. Vince can make a foam T Rex. I think. I think. <laughs> Vince has done Probably some great can. things, guys. Who's Vince? Vince is our production Vince designer production. and our master of props and building. He built a cabin for the Heretics Whoa, cool. for like thirteen hundred bucks out of scrap wood he found on Kijiji. That's and construct is a working fireplace, a bedroom, everything. That's awesome. He it's, literally uh, can Vince just. I got some home renos. Yeah, <laughs> totally. He is. He's not he's so. I mean, the being. whole team, like uh, him and Jamie and everyone. Thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah, <laughs> seems low, dude. I'm going to show you a picture. It's going to blow your mind. It's very sketchy. It's not code. Yeah, it's not to code. <laughs> Can insulation it's got a fireplace. We should not have been lighting <laughs> fires in that fireplace. It was definitely there. Was a, a nervous fireplace. There was a moment where that was lit, and we were like, "Is this like? Does anybody know 
Like the <laughs> it, did, it, did, it did collapse at one point. Wow. But just the vent, just the vent. Just like venting it and stuff. It was like, yeah, it was nuts. It was actually like the pipes that went up from it were all connected from like different random pipes. I think at one point there's just a piece of sheet metal. <laughs> and was that a thirteen hundred dollar cabinet that needed to be used as like a functioning set? Yeah, it's yeah, a it set. But, but inside, it's uh, outside everything. It's all made out of uh, skid wood, so skids are free if you yeah. go to like yeah. Yeah. places yeah. and pick them up because they have to pay to get people to remove them. So. Yeah. We How's just got it's every like a, day, every like day a pallet. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. So we we get all those, and Vince would stay in his backyard, which is in Guelph, and it's like you know in the city, and he's got all these skids everywhere. And his just taking the just nails like, out one by one doing? to refurbish just, it, and he just he just with the saws, I'll cut yeah. all there's, the there's nails. A there's, a, there's like a whole movement of that stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, and it's like amazing. People building stuff. Like that's what it was like a joking. subculture. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, woodworking. It's like it's kind of like the REP was like, God, if that was in Toronto, man, you get like 1.5 million for it. Every hipster in the world would want it. Yeah, there's a lot of skid wood, skid wood cabin, build like furniture and everything. Yeah, because yeah. This thing where you you get it's your like ship- folk art. Like yeah, you get your the, shipment yeah. of you get your shipment of stuff on this wood, and yeah. nobody like wants it anymore. So you actually like, the company needs to pay to get someone to take the skid away. Yeah, why? Because they don't have the distribution to redistribute the skids. Right. We have a little kind of, we have a little saying with things like that. I don't know. That's good producer. That is great. <laughs> I used to work at a Home Depot, but like those pallets and things like that, we used to like they used to give a shit if we broke them because we'd have to send them back. It was like yeah. they, 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 they were like expensive. Because there's a company that will come and like exactly. buy those yeah, skids, yeah, yeah, repurpose yeah. So those we skids. Yeah. To, we weren't allowed to break them, yeah. which is what we frequently wanted. Yeah, you wanted to crack your knee <laughs> yeah. over those. Yeah. 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 It's bust, very satisfying. Bust shit up in the parking lot, yeah. But yeah, exactly. That's it. So you can get you, you can go to a lot of companies cool. and take the skids off them, and you get free lumber. Yeah. And oh. <laughs> so I mean, we're uh, every movie that we do, we always have some sort of crazy story about some insane idea that we've used and and uh, managed to pull something off with these films. Um, but yeah, I mean, we try to make all these movies different, and we try to make them all unique so that uh, you know they all do have a different fan base. You know, we have some movies that get into like a couple of major festivals, and the people are like, "This is." the best thing you guys have ever done mm-hmm. then we send it to another festival and they're like nope no nope. <laughs> okay. so what are the festivals have you done yeah, though, you have, oh, you have one festival. at a festival right we now. have Fright Fest yeah Fright yeah. Fest oh, Fright Fest next one. month yeah, we have Letter yeah, Out with Cody directed opening, opening night which is yeah, we're actually crazy. headlining the opening night. Fright and that's located where again in London, London England yeah which that is which film is that Letter Out Letter Out which Cody directed yeah yeah have you, have you guys I, was, I was trying to remember on your website. You have like yeah, two have, of them, or three yeah. of them across the top. Ones that are like screening. It's a really colorful. Yeah, yeah, pink, like purple and yeah, pink yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys ever gotten into the what, what is it? What's it called? The 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 midnight stuff at uh, Tiff. Tiff. There, no, the we haven't done that midnight. No, but we the odd thing is we never actually apl- yeah we never actually apply for it because if you apply for that to be your world premiere. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Fantasia. Fantasia. yeah. There's weird, yeah. there's weird, fan, there's yeah, weird yeah, festivals. Yeah. So we would rather yeah. just play to Fantasia because yeah. at you know at TIFF it's kind of our home hometown premiere because uh, Cody and I live in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, but we just love the vibe at Fantasia. Yeah. The fan base is in, in, insane, and the you know the, the people who come out to the movies are. Yeah, I, 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 have you guys were you guys fans of the festival before? And I, I don't know, you guys are all Canadian, but I don't yeah, know, Jeff was Montreal, but I don't know if you guys had ever been to Montreal before. You guys got into filming. Yeah, like all my all my cousins are from. Okay, I used to live in yeah. Ottawa, so okay. I used to come here all the time. Is it because yeah. I mean I, I I grew up here, went to school here, and everything, and I was like, so I I, I don't know if I was at like Fantasia one. Like I did the quick math, and I've definitely been at least since I think four or five. Wow! Like, n- and not always hitting like tons of movies or whatever, but I like I've gone to like I was always a fan of genre cinema and stuff. And it's just like to watch it grow and stuff is awesome, but also to kind of get 
if I had a horror movie, there's like nowhere else where I would right. want and it. That's, to, like instead of you being like, oh, you're in the, the like horror section of this festival, you're like, no. This this yeah. fucking festival. We is play a lot of like international thing. festivals yeah. that are you know kind of like TIFF in structure. Yeah. Um, and you know we played the Midnight Madness or yeah. the, they select five horror films or whatever. Yeah. And it's like you know cool because you know the passionate horror fans come out. Yeah. Um, but here it's everybody's a genre fan. Yeah, exactly. Whether it's you know kung fu or whether it's you know Asian cinema or mm-hmm. whether it's you know science fiction or everybody's here is just yeah exactly from around the world just screaming passionate fans. Yeah, which I mean, I, I guess it obviously that's what you, that's why you guys hang on to a movie and you want it to. But we're fanboys ourselves. I yeah. think that that's what the big thing that that draws us here is that we want to watch movies and be. Are a you part guys big genre it. fans, like growing up. Oh yeah, or, hands like, down, yeah, yeah sure. massive. Absolutely, like we actually like. Uh, I remember coming to this festival with Patrick McGrady, who was a uh, director of a movie called Bounty Hunters and uh, The Door. Um, but we came here just because we were like, wow, it's like heard about this festival that's like super awesome. Mm-hmm. We're just starting as filmmakers and mm-hmm. just whatever. We came, we drove here, and it was a big deal for us back then because I didn't really go anywhere. Um, <laughs> so we drove here. Like six we were hours. Here, we were here Come for on, like three that. days. We saw like we just saw a bunch of films and mm-hmm. then uh, then left. And it was like I remember getting home and being like, God, imagine making a movie and playing <laughs> it there. <laughs> That would be insane. Because all our movies sucked back then. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a dream. It's never, like, it never gets old. It's um, just as exciting every year. It's so exciting. And I mean, it's great because um, every year we come and we meet so many people here. Right. And then we get to see them again. And yeah, yeah, Every yeah, year we get to see them. And there's more and more. I mean, like, Better the Dead, we were on our way up here the other day. And uh, King from, from Fantasia messaged me and was like, Dude, you just sold out. I was like, oh my god, oh god, EPs don't even have tickets. Like, it's actually yeah. like it's it's so awesome because it's like I feel like Black Fawn does have a, a bit of a fan base here um, because we've done so many films here. I was gonna, I was gonna, Jeff, who we, who we just had on the show, he was talking about the fact that you he had never actually been to a Fantasia Midnight movie. Have you guys been to a Midnight movie? At I have. I went yeah. to. Um, Return of Newcomb High. Okay, Good one. wow, Good yeah, one. yeah, yeah. which was one of the best midnight. And then they had their, then they had the trauma bus outside. Yeah, it was like a raging party. Just, I was at, I was it at just that. kept going. It was You're like, I don't, I don't really remember being there, but I was at that. Yeah. Like people who got <laughs> I was present. Like, yeah, that? me too. It was a, it was a raging party. It was wild. Like the fans, even like you know, when you have different screenings, you know, you kind of want the nine o'clock slot or the eleven o'clock slot. But it's like at Fantasia, you kind of want the midnight slot because it's like the rowdy crowd screaming at the screaming at the screen. So. And all our friends are pretty rowdy people, anyways. Yeah, so. we're a rowdy group. We yeah, like yeah. to have fun. Yeah, we're, 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 we're trying to help, uh, help you guys plan your pre-party or mm-hmm. post-party. Yeah, I'm saying that you guys should probably get some drinks. Get drinks before the Airbnb. Stock up on your beer. And Stock up on some. Yeah, beer. yeah. Because you're like you're cutting, you you're cutting it close to yeah. last call. Uh, <laughs> you guys, are, I'm actually. We'll just come to your place, right? Like you live here, right? We'll just have the pre-party there. Walter, pick it up. Walter's well, down the bar's open here till three. So if you can yeah. run it by, this is this is Walter's wife. We got Carol. If you can sell her, it's happening. Excuse me. <laughs> that would be good producing. This is just Walter's saying. wife. Anyway, sell her. <laughs> yeah. Sell her on the idea. Yeah, there it is. There not on the open market. You wanted me to finish the sentence, Walter. Who shades are those? But this are these. Yeah, these are mine. Ah, yes. Well, there's a visual so element of the sunglasses on the table. <laughs> okay. uh, 
So I guess you guys are working on these movies. You guys are, are hitting Fantasia. Uh, I, have a qu- I, have, I have a question. Oh. Real quick. I have one question. This, and this, I, I'm sorry. I'm like fascinated with the distribution stuff. <laughs> Wait, no, it's fine. Um, More questions about distribution from all Just the, the most okay. exciting part of a film. It interests me. <laughs> it is. Does the existence of like Netflix and various other like VOD platforms, is that a boon? To you guys, or is that, or is it, does it represent its own kind of pain in the ass in terms of how your how your stuff gets? Out? We actually have uh, two companies we uh, that Chad owns and, and operates. We have Black Fun Films, mm-hmm. and we actually have Black Fun Distribution. Okay, so Black Fun Distribution for the longest time has been acquiring other people's films right. to release them to make sure that first time filmmakers get their fair shot cool. of, yeah. of getting a movie out there. Right. So we're we're very tied in distribution, not only of our own films, but other filmmakers from across the country. Right. And distribution, especially in North America, uh, due to piracy and, and new platforms and blockbuster closing, mm. I feel like it changes like every week. Mm. It's so nuts. So I mean, like it's hard to say that anything is is great or bad. But I mean, if something's working, yeah, it's good because people are watching movies legally. Yeah. Um, so I mean, net, things like net, Netflix and all the platforms that are popping up that uh, that actually you know you can. Buy a membership for and yeah. and and watch films on. Like yeah. we've had films. Antisocial was on Netflix US. Ejecta, Ejecta was on Netflix mm-hmm. US, um, which is great. I mean, it's, it's great Canadian for us because it, it, Netflix US, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and not, not Netflix. Which Canada is great though for, the, for yeah. the small no, film uh, from uh, Canada. Obviously, like yeah. Netflix US has way more subscribers. Oh, yeah, so like no, it's absolutely. great for distribution, <laughs> but for the Canadian fans, you're like oh. as long as people are watching movies uh, yeah. legally, we yeah. still have a job. It's you know when people come up to us at you know comic cons and things like that to say, oh, what's your movie? Oh, we're you know bite. Cool, I'll you know download that from Pirate Bay. It's just very heartbreaking when they they just they straight say up tell you right that? to our face. Wow, it's so I can't which I just, it's mind blowing because it's so Why common nowadays. I don't know. It's so it's so common nowadays <laughs> hey, that people are like, get no, the fuck out they, of they take pictures okay. of our our posters so they can remember. <laughs> wow, I, I was gonna say though, but I'm like at the least balls. the balls, the balls. At least with video on demand though, like you can I, see the steam coming like off your face. I remember being being like a genre fan sure. uh, when I was in like high school and stuff and you're like and a movie would come out and you'd like hear about it and you're like you'd yeah. just, and, and you just kind of like, need to, like, you, need to, like to you need to like pester the video guy right, yeah. to like hope he orders <laughs> yeah. it like, I remember for when, you when, when you're Blair like, Witch came out like that viral campaign right. of like these three people got lost in the woods and whatever my dad's a homicide detective right. and my mom was like to my dad like you need to help these kids you need, <laughs> you need to find them like it's you know happening in the states right. my dad lives in Canada but you need to but sure he could probably do something you need to do something you need to find these kids Get right it like it was so Get viral but before he viral actually found them <laughs> he found those on the big screen that's how they made Blair Witch 2 yeah but it's like it's so <laughs> it's it went so viral before yeah. being viral was a thing yeah exactly. there was a hype yeah, there was there was not set photos leaked. There was not. Yeah, yeah exactly. You could still have a campaign that was like you want to run out and like buy that like VH, VHS at the time, I guess. But it, that you would want to go out and see that movie because of this like weird hype that you kind of heard. And yeah, now yeah. it's like, oh the yeah, I leaked, like, it leaked a photo on Twitter. Oh yeah. well, that spoiled that scene. The uh, what was it? Unbreakable. And Sixth Sense kind of had that same vibe. Both great Where examples. you're just sort of like, like nowadays you'd be like, there'd be a giant video and but like that, whatever. And but it was sort of like a word of mouth and you're like, and there's a twig. And it came out, <laughs> at, <laughs> and it came out just, at that perfect time. Because yeah. I actually remember going to see Sixth Sense yeah. and it was sold out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I just drove all the way to Cambridge for this. I was uh, like, what the fuck am I going to see now? And I looked, yeah. I was like, Blair Witch Project. Uh, horror movie, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Let's go see it. We were like the last ones in there. And I remember I had to sit in the front center row. 
And I was like, okay. And I just sat there <laughs> that's, a, like, that's not a great movie to be front row. <laughs> 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 yeah, so much like terrifying. quick cuts and everything. It was terrifying. But I mean, that was like, that was the cusp of it where there actually was like the internet. There was a little yeah. bit more communication and it was just the, the, the outburst of actually having the technology to get things out there yeah. and really do kind of viral campaigns and stuff um, with the use of you know, yeah, I remember also the, the the trauma films as a kid, like just trying to yeah. like get a hold of a trauma film yeah. or find, find one. I didn't Fine. know what trauma was. Exactly, until I, think I was maybe like like thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, I remember I watching like, that's like Avenger at sleep. And I remember, and then like, on top oh. of that too, they were such low distribution. I don't know if you remember what the trauma DVDs used to go for. They used to be like forty dollars, yeah. and you're like. Forty bucks for Tromeo and Juliet, and you're like, I don't want to like, Sergeant I don't want to like diminish, for diminish anything about how much I love Tromeo and Juliet. But yeah. I'm like, sitting there at like age fourteen, being like, Yeah, what am I? Am I going to pay forty dollars for this? this is and the, you're like, and they're, they're the company that we released a film through Tromeo years ago, yeah, called Kill. Okay, and they're the company just that Kill. it's just called Kill. Nice. <laughs> it's simple. On, it's to the point. On the cover, it's a directed by Chad Archibald. It's, so they, they spelled his name wrong. Spelled my name Archibald? Archibald. Yeah. What a that's, weird type of That's what I call him when so I'm mad at him cool now. Yeah. And I literally went up to them at a convention. I was like, dude, you spelled my name wrong on the, com- on, on the thing. And the, and the he guy, went up to Lloyd himself. And, and the guy goes, well, we're trauma. And what do you want that, from like, us? You know that that, like, that, 40, that was the end of the conversation. Like that $40 price point, I'm sure, wasn't really like set by them because they put all their movies for free on YouTube now. Like There's like... yeah. All there's the trauma library it's called yeah. and it's 390 hours of trauma movies yeah exactly that's it so it was like I just think it was just like such small numbers and such a pain in the ass that it was yeah. a lot of that markup yeah. probably came from the I remember this, fucking this VHS of, of Sick Avenger 2 that like my buddy's older brother had yeah. and he got it at like a flea market yeah. and we like watched it and we were like what is this we were like 13 it yeah. was insane when I was like 17 or 18 if you guys remember um, Zeller's Used to like buy up the old VHS tapes. You mean Target? No, Zellers. Oh, right. <laughs> Zellers used to buy up the old VHS tapes when like uh, when video rental stores would close. Would w- would close or or migrate up fully yeah. to DVD. Yeah. yeah. So like, you just have like these bins of like dollar ninety nine and yeah, exactly. Yeah, and but like if you like if you were willing to like hit up the Zellers and yeah. like dig through these bins, like I got like radioact uh, what was it radioactive dreams I found yeah. on like fucking like all these like. Uh, what was another one like anyway there's like tons of like weird fucking movies and I was yeah. like I remember like that was a thing where I'd be like I'm gonna go find these VHS yeah. copies of these movies at yeah. I, I bought it in the American bin. American Gothic I think it was called it was like a horror film with like the painting on the front and it was like a horror version of that Famous painting, yeah. about, and I bought it at a Zellers for like two ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, it was exactly. rated it R. No, ten years before like, that. You'd open it up, and like the tape would have like a bit of a scratched off sticker from an yeah. old video store. Yeah. You're like, in no way were they even like pretending <laughs> yeah. it was a new video. They're like, no, this is a video that got rented and watched. Who knows how yeah. many times? And we used like, to always do the garage sales. It was, yeah. uh, I, I, I'm from a place called Guelph. It's a small town. Nope. But, uh, you know, we'd go around. We'd, we'd hit up all the garage sales. And, you know, I had a wall in my bedroom. It was just all horror movies. Yeah. And uh, it was... it was. That sounds, that sounds like a like a 15-year-old Walter. Oh, fantasy. totally. Yeah. Like, I, <laughs> wall of I, horror movies. Like, my girlfriend at the time was just like, who the fuck am I going out with? <laughs> and I had, like, you know, the McFarlane toys everywhere. Right. And I had all that shit. And it was... Uh, Describing my current And it was, uh, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> I have a just glass of spade case with action figures <laughs> in it currently. Yeah. And it, it was, <laughs> it was <laughs> heartbreaking. Though, the day and that we actually had to, um, that I actually was like, well, look, I'm just, I gotta, get, I gotta get rid of these. Oh, I actually have no. to get rid of them. I'm moving. I just don't have space. I'm like, 
what am I going to do? I like I don't even watch any of them anymore. I got DVDs and blah blah blah. And you know, I remember I sold them all in bulk, and it was just it was so heartbreaking. And I, I never sold but out. I still have a VCR. So oh yeah, I I, I, gave, I gave them away. I, I like I, I did like I I took all my VHS tapes and I threw them into like two three boxes and I was like I was like it's a grab bag like here's the list whatever and I was like you need to promise me and I would like pester the people that took the boxes to be like which one did you watch and like I'd, I'd like follow up and is like is it make, going to a good home yeah he's exactly. like a pet I'd be like what, which ones which ones were your favorites and it's like Keep, follow up for is they going to take care of it or are they going to rewind the tape when they're away. done <laughs> you're like a guy who like adopted a bunch of puppies you wanted to make yeah, sure they like, went to a good home yeah. and I was like I'm getting rid of these you're taking these off my hands but I'm going to be a but, of, take care of it. but I'm going to be a bit of a dick to you yeah. about you taking them out, man. But I all that to it? say, yeah. with video on demand now, I guess, with, with as, assuming you're paying for it, uh, as long as you guys have a like, a, what the fuck? What are you talking about? Distribution now? <laughs> well, exactly. t- today, Byte hit Super Channel on video on demand today oh, cool. in Canada, so it opens today at nine o'clock. But that's it. So yeah, exactly. So, but, uh, so as long as long as you can like fucking Google it, and I mean, I don't know what yeah. your video on demand prices, but they're probably like a rental. Cost, yeah, you know, you like get what a renting a movie used to cost. You get a membership, it's a like movie. eleven ninety nine a month or something. Yeah, like that. exactly. And you get yeah. unlimited. You get like Ash vs Evil Dead and Bite, yeah. and all of our movies are on Super yeah. Channel. And we signed yeah. a deal with uh, Super Channel a little while ago. But even then, but, you could, but I don't know if you guys have the like any of the Amazon digital stuff, or you could just. Well, I don't think Am- Amazon Digital is in Canada yet. Isn't it? Or is that Hulu? Hulu's Hulu, Hulu isn't. Amazon Digital, but oh, you okay. can like you can have like. Like I know, like on PlayStation Store, they have like yeah. the, the video store where you can like rent a movie. Yeah, and it's like a, a like a twenty four yeah, hour. Yeah, Byte was Byte was on um, PlayStation yeah, and all Byte that stuff in, was there. in the US. Like, like, crackle it all. Crackle? crackle. Crackle. No. Okay. That's isn't that anime? It's it, about a fifth or sixth rate uh, VOD. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's I've actually I've been it's all that. It's like Roku. Is that like Roku? It's free and it's like it's like you can get it like for free. Oh no, I know this. There's there's like yeah, I dream of genies on that and stuff like. Like it's, really it's free, like, but then you like to watch it? commercials. Oh, yeah. This is like an advertising. This is your pitch, yeah. isn't You're trying it? Yeah, it's Crackle. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are produced by Crackle. Whole reason for oh, it. Yeah. Look, Crackle? See? Listen, every, like, every they're not official time. sponsors yet, but <laughs> you guys are recording this. Are you so you're listening? Yeah. We'll take your sponsors. They have the original series of The Art of More. If Crackle wants to sponsor us, I'm taking we're not officially sponsored by Crackle yet. Yes, yeah. But it, Crackle, we know they're officially sponsored by Crackle ice cream. That's it. <laughs> anyway, oh, all that to say, I feel that like kids nowadays, if they want to see a movie, they don't need to fucking steal it. They can just pay five bucks and rent it, probably. Yeah. You know, or, like that's it. they also, can find it. it like, like, the, the key is to actually get people to think like that. Yeah. Because there is a generation of people who are growing up now thinking, "Oh, this is just how it always is." Yeah, there's just free yeah. shit yeah. out right? there. Yeah, like, like yeah. I was, uh, and I'm not even going to say it, but I've seen. Um, I've got emails from people saying, no, this on this platform, your movie has been leaked. And mm-hmm. I'd go and I'd like download the platform and look at it. And I'd be like, this looks like fucking Netflix. And I'd actually go through and click on things. And I was like, like you can, like they're, they're the people who are developing some of these pirated sites yeah. and programs and software is like, they're creating like Netflix yeah. where that's like free and people actually download it and go, Oh, cool. I didn't realize it's totally free. Why would I pay for Netflix? I, yeah. when, there's a, when there's a service like this mm-hmm. and they actually think that it's, it's, it's legal and yeah. it's completely fine, but it's kind of like saying, "Hey, Walter, pause, and you have to stay still." And I'm going to go into your wallet and I'm take out a twenty dollar bill and put it back. Oh, yeah. 
thanks, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even going to say thanks, man. <laughs> that doesn't seem, well, that doesn't right. that doesn't doesn't right. seem legit. It doesn't seem right. Yeah, the, 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 we're going to take 20 bucks from you at the end of the show. The other fucked up part, as like as as someone who's like, like I, I grew up loving like indie film and loving indie comics and like loving all that stuff, and it was like as soon as you start to like meet some of the creators and whatever, like which is which I find is like something cool about genre film and comics and whatever is that. Com- like Comic Con and whatever has been a thing in genre for a much sure. longer. Like getting to meet the creators of a horror movie has always been a little bit easier, you know, because like you'll go to the cons, you'll go to whatever, so you get to like meet these guys. And as soon as I like got into like the independent stuff, and you immediately realize you're like, oh, there isn't. This isn't. It's like a stealing from Hollywood. You're like, this is stealing for some dudes who like put everything they yeah. fucking yeah. had to get this fucking movie out and you're like I took it for free you're like no you're an asshole right and if you're listening like, those not, people not to say it's are. ever okay to steal a movie but if you're stealing something like an independent like fucking thing you're like you're being an extra big asshole you yeah. know like that's it's like stealing from like the homeless guy on the street like yeah. his little cup there it's like going pause and taking his cup yeah yeah exactly pouring that's the it. change in your pocket and putting it back I feel like there's a movie here called pause Pause. Pause. I like the idea that it's just up, kind of this asshole who's like, pause, and then just like takes 20 bucks just and just puts it away from people. Yeah, exactly. This guy's a real and the crime's dick. Um, <laughs> exactly, he just moves up. So we do uh, a segment questions. called Five Questions. Introduce the segment where we ask uh, the, same, the same three questions. Really? You didn't really? Three questions that are the same every episode. The fourth question is the question from the last guest who. You may or may not know. <laughs> um, and then the fifth question know. is you guys come up with a question that we ask to our next guest. Oh, cool. Neither you nor us know. Yeah. This sound good? Sounds great. Yeah, sounds fantastic. If you don't understand it, that's fine. We're going to do it anyway. Well, I was like, well, <laughs> if you don't understand it, we won't explain it. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to explain it. Uh, so three sort of boilerplate questions. Number one Who is, would play you in a movie? Who would play? Who would play all three of you as oh, one person? No, these, these are, these I, are I, I want Macklemore. Macklemore. Cody. Who? Macklemore. Yeah. Uh, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We gotta get a picture after this. So I would. Cool. I would want. I would want Jay Baruchel to play me in a movie. Wow. You're just saying that because we're in my show. Yeah. I just yeah, like, I'd like Jay Baruchel to play me. Yeah. Well, I like Jay Baruchel. I'd want him to play me. Macklemore, Baruchel, and he said Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Was Brad Pitt your serious answer? Was a serious answer? I don't know. Who's playing you? I don't know. I'd say um, mean, yeah, he's, he's dead. He's dead, unfortunately. But James Gandolfini, absolutely. Oh yeah. Okay. Chad, the older years. Yeah. <laughs> the more Italian. That's, just, that's how. We, that's how I feel. Older James Gandolfini to pin. That seems insulting. No, I, I <laughs> feel like any James Gandolfini. Can. I just watched. I just started watching Sopranos this year. <laughs> so good. So awesome. Very he's kind of thin at the beginning of the series. Yeah. Um, number two, uh, without thinking too much about it, and slash at all. We don't have that problem. Yeah. What are you afraid of? Mustard. Boom. Boom. I didn't think about it. it I have a huge mustard But you phobia. said it with confidence. So. Do, I, do, do I'm terrified of fucking around. Do you watch, uh, do you watch any, uh, any jackass or... Uh, I, I've seen that Ray, clip, Ray but I've also seen this clip where people are, like, obsessed with things. Like, I eat soap. Oh, or like, oh, my strange addiction. Yeah, yeah, my strange addiction. And yeah. there was a guy who bathes Ugh. in mustard. I'm not my, even fucking And my dad, my mom was like, hey, come watch this for a second. And I literally was, like, having a pain. I'm... Really just afraid of sounds mustard. Sounds expensive more than anything. Yeah, I'm very yeah. afraid of mustard. I just go to Costco and just buy dumb. a giant tub of mustard for It'd my bathing. Uh, uh, I'm extremely claustrophobic. Really? Like unbelievable. Yeah. I, my, Why'd I, you take the corner seat, man? I don't know. Well, they fucking he's freaking out. Right? Get out! That's what I'm not fucking saying much. I used to put him in there. Yeah, we like to keep him on edge. I I had I like I used to be um, 
I, I guess it's a, a form of claustrophobia, but like being restrained. Like tight yeah. spaces doesn't fuck me up that much, but being like tied up really fucks me up. Keith wouldn't like to be put in chains and put into a small box. It really set him off. No, but no, but, but like full claustrophobia is just like small rooms. And <laughs> oh, stuff. that yeah, that when someone tied you, you, you sure hurts me. Too many like, yeah, exactly. That doesn't that doesn't fuck me up. It's really like not being able to move my arms. That's where yeah. it gets it. And of course, I my brother was six years my senior, so had like every physical advantage over me because he was like 12 and I was 6 and he would just be like haha and just like pin my arms to my side and would get me like so riled up and I'd be like you're the worst like cause he'd be like, the worst but, and, and he, he could always kind of get away with it because he's like my parents would be like get mad at me he's like I didn't hit him yeah exactly and I was like just, just like, held him for 8 days yeah exactly just like the <laughs> shittiest older brother logic ever being like I didn't beat the shit out of him so you should be pretty happy about this I just pinned him down and tormented him chatting? psychologically Oh, I, this is a little bit more recent, but uh, I've realized that I'm pretty afraid of millipedes. Millipedes? Yeah. Oh, they creepy as fuck. I saw one in my house the other day. I jumped like yeah, four feet in the air. We talked about it. I'm not going to jump four feet in the air if I tried. <laughs> the guy who made bite or something. Yeah. 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 And I literally like... Was I, it like I, in a humid space or like near a sink? It was or? like I've got like a couch that I... has yeah. like a storage space underneath. There it is. And it literally, I, I was putting the vacuum under there and I looked and I was like... <laughs> and I jumped... And uh, and it and went and it disappeared and I was like, oh, I'm never, I'm no, they're fast. Never there again. I'm never gross. Like, Burn down the house, yeah, honey. We're moving. We're the guy who made bite is now afraid of bugs. Yeah. That's interesting. There's a, that's it. Like watching bug videos, doing like yeah, prep for bite. Yeah, it's creepy. It was like I, I made a point. I had to stop by like two p.m. or else I wouldn't be able to sleep at night. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a thing. If you if you look that up, there's a thing oh, about and that. that's tryptophobia. Yeah. The, oh, the, the thing with the eyes. The, the thing holes. with the holes, dude. Yeah. That's like that's. When I started I doing bite, I showed uh, I showed the guys these 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 graphic. Like, uh, they were like lotus flower, lotus flowers. Yeah, that were like photoshopped onto people's bodies. Yeah, it's really it's oh terrible. God. It's I awful. Like, I know you're. I, I don't so, even want to talk. I was no, no, so no. upset with it. But he would always go and, so, and be like, "Hey, let me show you something." Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. And so on the the girl in bite, like if you actually look, she's got like these little holes that are like yeah. lotus flowers all over yeah. her like shoulders and stuff. Yeah, that was not good. Question number three. Question number three is, uh, if you were allowed to get a tattoo when you were 12 years old, what would it be of? Cody, did, didn't I'm you get a tattoo? No oh, shit. Yeah. This is the first. First, first time. I'm not even kidding. That's fucking weird. What'd you get? I have a tram stamp. Oh. Are you going to show it? Let's see it. Let's see <laughs> Why? it. It's an audio phone. I don't care. I want to see it, even though... Oh, oh, that's a huge tramp stamp. Jesus. Yeah, and you were 12. That's like... Yeah. You got... Oh, my God. Who let you do that? Well, nobody let me do it. Yeah, <laughs> nobody, 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 I'm, I take issue with the tattoo artist. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, I'm like, there's a lot Someone of 12 year olds who will walk into a tattoo shop with enough money. Someone for a was down with, with giving you that whole lower, big, was, large size lower back. Was, it's a sun. It's a sun. Yeah, exactly. It's like a tribal sun thing. And someone was okay with giving a 12 year old. Before it was shut down. Yeah, no shit. Probably tattoos on 12 year olds. Children. Yeah. Fuck. What kind of shit did you must? Did you, like, what kind of shit did you get in for oh, tattoos? Yeah, I was like, I, I, fears yeah, I was like, I, I had a pretty strict. My my mom was the eldest of six, raised by a military dad. So like, like if I came home with like a cut, like I dyed my hair once without telling her, and it was like she just bleached it out or whatever. Like it was just like, <laughs> so <laughs> like did you pay for the tattoo yourself? I did. How much did that cost? Do you remember? Uh, yes, it was eighty dollars. Wow, that's really? A big, that's a big piece, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> of course it was. 
Well, All right. Uh, so okay. So so Co- Cody's I, uh, answer is a tribal <laughs> tattoo on your lower back. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, that's that's interesting. <laughs> I actually grew up. My parents were uh, were hardcore bikers. So I grew up around biker rallies and stuff like that all the time, and uh, a lot of people that my parents knew um, died in bike accidents or bike-related, right. biker-related issues. Um, and growing up, they always said to me, "There's you can do whatever the hell you want. They'd let me go out, no curfews, no whatever. They let me watch horror movies when I was like in grade one and two. They let me do whatever I wanted, but they said, uh, there's two things you can't do. You're never getting a motorcycle, and you're never getting a tattoo, because they had tattoos on them that they had to get like removed and stuff of, you know, things. Yeah, it's regrettable tattoo. Yeah, yeah. and like not you like know, a huge like sunshine on your lower back or anything. No, no, yeah, no, no, that's fine. No, I, <laughs> I have to cut my shirt sometimes. I hear you. No, <laughs> just yeah. cut the back out of the yeah, shirt. Yeah, 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 like like a midriff kind of yep, deal. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, twelve years old. Where was I when I was twelve years old, dude? It would have totally been like a Freddy Krueger glove or something. I would actually have a badass tattoo. It would be yeah. total. That would have been really cool. That would have worked. I'd be covered. You should get now. that now. Because as soon as you do it once, then, then you broke the thing. I actually have no tattoo. But, uh, I think it would be probably Star Wars. I'd probably, Star Wars. I was obsessed. Still am to this day. It'd probably be a Star Wars tattoo. That was your uh, your 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 partner in crime, Jeff, who's serving you drinks. Had the same thing. Jeff he Mahar wanted to just go brought us some with drinks. The rebel oh, Rebel logo. You. He wanted the Rebel emblem. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah Jeff and I are hardcore Star Wars fans. I watched the sizzle reel today of Rogue One. Yeah. Um, but on Bite, we actually uh, when we were filming Bite. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, but uh, the sizzle reel came out for Rogue One today that yeah. I watched it. But when we were on bite, we actually paused production so we could watch the Force Awakens trailer. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I probably would have gotten something Star Wars. Um, my parents never would have let me, but I yeah. probably would have gotten something Star Wars. I don't, I don't have any tattoos either. It was a good bench, batch of answers for the tattoo question. Right? That's probably my favorite, yeah. my favorite tattoo answer. Today. Well, because one nice. of them got a tattoo when they were 12. Amazing, <laughs> How old are you now? How old am I now? How old, old, how old do I look? I'm going to say 36. 12. My wife says 12. 12. 12. You just got the tattoo. You got the tattoo this year. Yeah. I said triple I that age. It's still bleeding too much. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the amazing thing about Cody, he'll be 90 and he'll look 17. I'm in mid-30s. Mid-30s. I'll take that. That's good. I'm in 36. Who do you think the oldest is, is at the, the actual table? Answer is I would say Cody. Do you think Cody's the oldest? Yeah. Amazing. Who's second oldest? I'm the oldest? Yeah, that's my. Why? Well, because I got a tattoo when I'm 12? <laughs> he's, he's, he's got a lot well, of Because I'm experience. asking our director to bring me up drinks. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was. Exactly. Thinking. That's smart. That's thinking. Right. <laughs> wisdom. That's wisdom. Yeah. Uh, Question number four. Right, I want to know who's second oldest. I'm guessing Chris is second. No, oldest. I'm the baby. You're the baby? So yeah. I'm the baby. <laughs> the youngest? That was in my head. That's wow. incredible. We went to. I went to the right. brim hat. I like you, dude. Let's hang out. You want to party tonight? We were at Buffalo Dreams, and a waitress came over. And she, uh, Buffalo Dreams in, in, in Buffalo, uh, New York, uh, it's a genre film festival out there. And we went out there, and the waitress came over, and she was like, "You know, I'm going to guess everyone's ages." And I got the oldest. Okay. And Jeff has a son, and I'm the baby, which just you know was crazy to hear. I'm twi- I'm 28. Okay. So who I was going to say, if you want to flip it around, like of the two of us, who's the older one? And then by how much? I hate this game. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There is no not the first time we've done this either. I know, like, but they started who, it. Who gives a shit? Like, I want to know. I want to know. We got to answer theirs. Can we just do question number Go. four? Go. Come on, quick. You're the oldest. Yeah. You're mid-30s. You're early 30s. I just hit 30. There you 30 go. Yeah. 30 and 33. Yeah. 
You're on. You're on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> exactly because of your age. Are you the oldest? No. I'm the oldest. My wife is Jeff's the oldest. I actually don't have. Were you saying significantly older? Significantly older. You're a piece of shit. Uh, so Jeff and Colin wanted to know, how would you want to die? Wow. I want to uh, oh, man. I feel like I've Dude. thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you I'd like genre to... Filmmakers, like, no, I'd like to oh, die like man. the end of Lost. Like, I'd like to be like... It turns out that your whole life was actually purgatory. <laughs> no, I would like to be... I'd like to lie on the forest floor as, like, some dog that I've known for the last little while, like, just as a gunshot, <laughs> and just slowly just take it all in. Like, die like Jack did. I oh. feel like so I would want to... die slowly but in peace, maybe. Slowly in peace. And we're not watching old. my friends get away in this dramatic setting with, like, saving, a score. Saving, like, a mom and her kid from a burning building. That's what I would go with. Right. Nice. And I perish, but it's like... A that. beam? Like, a beam falls on you or something? Like a beam... It's like too quick. I gotta be sober, and I just don't make it. Wow! It's like that dude fucking walked through fire. Oh, like 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 you were like shielding the baby yes. from the flames. Yes. Yes. yes, there you go. Yeah. I changed face. my answer to that one yeah. with yeah. my face. Yeah, <laughs> just all face, all face. I burn my face. So I know, I'd say I'd probably want to be uh, the last man alive uh-huh. during the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I'm in Texas Stadium. Okay. Uh, and uh, all the zombies are breaking in, right. and I'm I'm hanging out with Guns N' Roses, and they're just playing the last <laughs> song ever to be played by a human but being. So the last man alive. Only, yeah. no, sorry, I, with Guns N' Roses. With Guns N' Roses. Okay, so the last man. The last man. The original band. The original man. One last band. Yeah. What song are they playing? He's going to the concert tomorrow. Probably Estranged, just to be emotional. Okay. They're playing Estranged, and all... All the zombies are coming in, and I'm like, I'm just you air need guitaring. Need a song for that, buddy. And you can't it's see this, slow but motion. Chad is tearing up. Yeah, it's pretty. And He's they come in, and they just slowly like, I can hear the song as the song ends. I can hear all the drums and everything getting knocked over, and it's just sound like this. For Chad's hundredth birthday, we're gonna plan this. Actually, mm-hmm. we're yeah. gonna have him. So you'd you'd let yourself go because I'm like, I'd be happy. I'd be like, fucking, I. I was like, when it's they but when me, they, you're, you're still gonna get ripped apart. When they bust in, I, don't I get, get it, apart. but I'd be like, I, I don't want to like, get ripped apart. No, yeah, no, I get, no, I get when they bust in, though, I'm just gonna throw. Yeah, this I would actually be, I would be like, I don't care. Of tomorrow, but you wouldn't want to be like, yo, That's slash, great. like, play me like the sweetest fucking solo in the world, and it's like light up a chainsaw and be like, this is happening. Like slash is soloing, and you're just like, I'm gonna go down. Oh yeah, and eventually I'd go down fighting. Yeah, exactly. That's it for sure. So you wouldn't like, want to like, just let them take you. You're just sort of like fucking let's oh, no. do this. No, no, no. But I would want to die before the band, so just so I could <laughs> still hear. You still hear the music yeah. as the as you die. Yeah, that checks out. So uh, yeah, so yeah, you get to turn the tables and ask a question into the future of our future guest. Wow, a future question. This always this this works this is like less great with two guests. Yeah, exactly. and I feel like this is going to be disaster with three. Years. No, I think it's going to be a terrible disaster. But like biblically, if you can, whatever you can do. Right now, the three of you come up with one question that you all agree on. One question within four seconds. Listen, you guys are making eight movies together. Yeah. You can come up with one, one question. question. Okay, here, in. here's the question: What movie do you want Black Fawn Films to make next? <laughs> we're, we're trying to figure it out too. I think we need to figure it out. Specify it. Like, you could say you could take me a horror movie. That's like yeah, pitch me a horror. Yeah, movie. yeah there you go. Yeah. Pitch black. Pitch black Fawn Films a horror movie. All right. but we actually need people to pitch us. But, but send us an email. Pitch black. Here's the email. Yeah, like, a horror movie. They can ask me questions. So, like, <laughs> can you, what's your horror can movie you, pitch? Can you pitch? 
black Pond films are horror movies. What would be right your what's horror movie? Or do you want to see? You want to specify low budget? What's your low budget horror movie? What's your what's what's your indie horror movie pitch? Yeah, I like it. What's and you can email us at chat at blackfunfilms.com. <laughs> Twitter. Just go on yeah. Twitter. <laughs> Just throw my phone number in there, too. Yeah. Why, <laughs> not? Why not? It's in the Drownsman. My phone number was actually in the Drownsman. Nice. Like, so I actually you, put you it in five the movie. Five five? And then whenever, um, not. whenever, we, whenever we released the movie... <laughs> I don't know why we didn't just do the 555. Five. He didn't want to. <laughs> why did we use your number? So we get, we get calls from around the world. Yeah. So I'd get People calls. I'd get yeah. calls. Like when the DVD came out in the US, oh, I was oh, getting four or five calls a day. Wow. Because I'd always know. They'd be like, hi, is Henley Jacobs here? The best is we were at... I'm, I always like... I've never done that, but as a movie fan, whenever it's not a 55 number, I'm like, I wonder if it's real. So and his, like I always spin the Drownsman, it's Chad's number, and we were hanging out one night. It was me, Chad. And Ryan Barrett, who plays the Drownsman, and our significant others, we were kind of having like a dinner party, and we ended up going back to Ryan Barrett's house. And uh, I think the girls were all like kind of making drinks or whatever, and the three of us are sitting around, and Chad's phone rang, and it was like, an unknown number from the U.S. And Chad's like, "I bet you it's someone about the Drownsman." And Chad put it on speakerphone. And he's like, "Hi, you're on, you're on, you know, the phone with the director of Drownsman, the producer of Drownsman, and the actor." And, and it was just a bunch of guys being like, <laughs> "Really." I was like, yeah, you're actually, you're actually talking yeah, to the Drownsman right now. Ask a fucking question, come on. You, and what's going on? They were like, whoa. They're like, we're whoa. at a party, we're watching we're the movie. They're like, short. we're at a party. What's going on, guys? And we yeah, just yeah. Like, chatted with them for a minute. <laughs> but it's fun. It's like interactive. Like, I actually, I would say I probably talked to 50 people. Cool. That's um, like. Who, like, a lot of them, like, care enough chatted with, the like, a, a lot. They were like, <laughs> cool, so I watched Drownsman. Like, how's any social, man? Are you guys doing any social, like too? I heard that. marketing I've ever heard. Yeah, and it was like, it was Accidental marketing. Yeah. It was it was fun and interactive and hell. Yeah. It was something. It's so, in the, it, our, our, my phone number is in the Heretics as well. So oh, crazy. So I was gonna say so just like a quick <laughs> recap. You guys are obviously uh, you have this movie at Fantasia. You have Letter Out coming out at Fright Fe- Fright Fest. You guys just wrapped on Heretics, which I guess we'll see at some point. Yeah, probably like late fall, early spring. And uh, and yeah, what else do you have coming up? Anything else? Or uh, then we got three more we films. We got okay. three more films uh, with uh, Breakthrough Slate. Mm-hmm. Um. We can't actually announce any of them yet. Okay. Guns but um, UFE, uh, United Front Entertainment, and Black Fund Distribution, um, the, the company we also kind of work with, Byte. Yeah, uh, <laughs> have picked up Byte yeah. in Canada. So yeah. Byte's actually um, uh, hit digital August 2nd and uh, September 6th on, cool. on DVD and Blu-ray in Canada. So we're really excited just to bring kind of Byte home because it got the show factor release in the U.S. Yeah. And, I like uh, Shop Factory a lot too. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. a dream come Dude, true. We were all like, yeah. we were like, like jumping up and down, running around. They, they naked. Put out great yeah, like, we were yeah, excited. Yeah. I own so many movies, and it was yeah. a dream come true to work with them. And Sweet. they're a great team and really supportive of, of the movie and gave it a theatrical release and all that stuff. So it's cool to bring the movie home though with yeah. uh, UFE with a lot of people we've worked with for years, an amazing company, and and to kind of co-release it with with the company that we run as well, which is great. I awesome. don't know if you guys saw Bite, but. Um, did you guys see Bite? I think I probably did. Like honestly, we watched. Like 30, I'm, not, I'm not saying that to be <laughs> no, shitty. No, no, like no, we no, did like no, 30 no. plus films a year yeah, at Fantasia. I was like, was, I remember uh, the trailer, and I like have like. Me- anyways, there's all these egg, these eggs that she yeah. she secretes in the movie, um, and you can actually pre-order the film right now from our website blackfondistribution.com mm-hmm. and, you, and you actually get like a little baggie of like the eggs so you can from grow Zan. the eggs at home wow. and it's like it comes with like a barf bag it comes like at the right. festival premiere last year at Fantasia yeah, yeah. we gave everyone barf bags nice. and yeah that's uh, that's way up I think the, cr- the craziest like promo swag I got was from um, 
like suburban gothic. They were handing out like little tubes of like ectogasm. Oh, and yeah. It's, yeah, it's just like that. it's like you look at it and you're like, that's a tube. What of we jizz. did for like uh, it's like it's like you're like it's on my shelf still, and, and it's like it's a hundred percent. You like shake it out. You put your, you're like that's what jizz. we did for letter out. <laughs> what we did for letter out was um, there's a character who's in a cast, yeah, but the eggs would be soup and. For our for the first kind of release of the movie, we uh, sent out these arms that we had made, full right. on arms, cool. with a cast on it, and you had to cut the cast off, and you, there's a screener inside. That's awesome. So we sent it to like reach into the into the, the arm, arm and pull it out, cut the uh, infected area, and like. Pull and we sent it out to some amazing reviewers, and we're really excited because uh, you know Cody directed Antisocial one and two, and this is kind of his his kind of branch away from the antisocial kind of franchise. Okay. And we wanted to do something really special. And I think Cody hit the movie out of the park with Letter Out, and we're really excited to release it next month. Cool. So, so if you're in London, yeah. Fright Fest. Yeah, it's a headlining opening night. Just swing yeah, on by to London, to old merry old but London. But they'll be... No longer be, part of the EU. They'll be... Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> they'll be Canadian and other other screenings worldwide coming right. soon. But Thank you guys so much for coming out. That was awesome. awesome. Thank you guys. Thank you guys, you guys are doing God's so work. much fun. Doing God's work, making God's the work. horror film for the youth of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure, as always, to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?